Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio should play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jilly lose the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about bullshit pictures. Lilo DiCaprio should play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jilly lose the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about bullshit pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our favorite actor. favorite actor. No pirates. <sighs> you knew I was about to say that because it's no. like a fire line, so you took it from me. But whatever. Nah, that's all me and you knew this. No naked person. Oh my god. All right, you know what this means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Jalen Hall, what you might call it, the podcast. We were supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals and make up the name of this here. John, man. It's the guy no one knows, the most unknown man in the universe, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Leo the Average, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the Fitbit Messiah himself, <sighs> the one and only, but do not forget that it is Nathan Marvel, or Captain Nate, you know, <laughs> if that's how you're getting down, don't forget that I'm Nata. Get to the Tyler Perry movie, because <laughs> you know what you about to say. Fighting with my Natalie. Hey, isn't it Ronatic? Mm. Green Nate? Mm. Anata? Battle Nagel? Mm-hmm. The Nago movie, too. Right, Second we're just, Nate. We're waiting. Uh, Tyler Perry's uh, Nadia family funeral. Uh, how to Train Your Nate? Get to the that Taraji movie. P. Henson movie. That movie ain't in the top 10, so we ain't doing that. <sighs> <laughs> it's out. Baseball. Roll oh my gosh. Lee Man. It's your boy Joaquin Pennysworth, aka Pusha K, aka Guy and Taylor Joy Van Zant, aka Booking Gaging K, aka Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo. You can call me Cool Breeze. You can call me the Hibachi <laughs> Chef. Uh, Neon Ember, Raymond Kane, Uncle Hami, the Big Man, Hoodie K. Sweet lady, would you be mine? My sweet love for a lifetime. I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Like a job offer. All right. Well, we know the big movie that came out this week. The $153.1 million woman. Besides that, you seen any other movies this week? Didn't see anything in the theater, but at home, me and Milkshakes watched Chronicle because she hadn't seen it before. Great movie. That's still a great movie. I uh, fell asleep on it, but it's the luxury of having already seen it two or three times. I know what happens. Didn't miss nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, still uh, great performances from um, young Michael B. Young um, Dane DeHaan. Yeah, (laughs) Dane DeHaan, because I would not have been able to think (laughs) his name. And... Young but guy. looked old. <laughs> um, Third guy. Who, what was his name? The man who survived. Yeah, he's on SWAT now on CBS. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, that was a great movie. She uh, she liked it. I figured she would like it, but yeah. And just seeing Dane DeHaan's character become uh, pretty wild again. How he was splitting spiders in half and stuff. Because 
obviously his household with his abusive parents didn't help his mind and you could I like seeing how they as their powers grew him uh starting to lose it a little bit but that was great and then other than that of course saw Captain Carol Danvers Marvel or they were calling her uh Verse or Veers Veers all right that is also the only movie I saw I attempted to watch something else it kept freezing so I said forget it I'll just wait till I buy it and then um kept contemplating going to the movies again but after some intense hours of basketball i did not feel like getting off the couch to see movies <laughs> that i didn't know if they would actually be good to me or not but i need to stop being a little wimp because i'm really slipping on my movie watchage this year so far so i'm gonna get back to it but all right let's get to the big movie of the week or month or one of the biggest movies of the year most yeah. likely captain marvell Hmm. What do you think about it? Did you love it? Was, <laughs> was it one of your favorite Marvel movies? No, it wasn't one of my favorite Marvel movies. It was a. I, I felt like it was a good movie though. Uh, at the beginning, this was another movie where at the beginning I'm like, this superstar, talented actor, actress, acting is not how it's supposed to be. Because <laughs> when when it came on, I was seeing Brie Larson's acting. I'm like. He's just not like meant to be like a hero or nothing, like a like carry this type of movie. But then I either got used to it, or it grew on me, or it got better. Where then I was like fine with it, and I felt like the movie was entertaining. It, all right, I really I liked the action a lot and how the fighting was and how they had her super powerful. So I thought that was good. Um, then how they was setting it up, I liked it. Fell asleep. A couple times, so I do need to revisit this film. So I feel like I can't give my complete in-depth review of this movie because it's probably I didn't even fall asleep like that long. But it's just the fact that I fell asleep that's bothering me. Because why am I falling asleep in Marvel movies at this point? After going on a good streak, because stayed awake in Greta. If I'm gonna stay awake in Greta, I need to stay awake in Captain Marvel because that's outrageous. Let me see what else did I stay awake in? Like uh, what was the movie before that? I stayed awake in Happy Death Day to you. I stayed awake in the movies I was watching at home. And then get to Captain Marvel and just trigger something. I fall asleep at home and stuff. Your body was exhausted <laughs> from all that consecutive yeah, shit. Yeah, I, was, I guess movies. I was, yeah. yeah I, used, I used to pride myself. Like, there ain't no way you can fall asleep on a Marvel movie. I easily did yeah. it. Maybe yeah. that means this is the worst one I've seen. Because... <laughs> and I was sitting on the... It was a crowded theater. People reacting to scenes and stuff. And yet... I'm asleep. Oh, if I fall asleep in the Avengers, I'm going to punish myself <laughs> afterwards. I'm, I'm not allowed to see it again. Yeah. I'm not allowed to see what I missed. <laughs> if I fall asleep in it. Like, you, you just don't need to know. <laughs> you, you just, Granted, I fell asleep in, in <laughs> Infinity War. <laughs> but, that was your one strike. Yeah, that, I, that was my warning. Because, you know, you maybe I got movie? overwhelmed. Because, you know, sometimes you be seeing them videos and people get on roller coasters and when it goes that real high, they pass out. And then they get, you don't, they don't punish them. They just, you don't say they didn't enjoy it. Watch the Avengers get so excited and overwhelmed. <laughs> I passed out. out. That's what I'm saying. Luckily, the greatest movie of all time. And if you yeah. pass out from excitement and mm-hmm. being overwhelmed. Luckily, I'll watch it again, which mm. I'm excited for Endgame because I've been reading more. Uh, who, if these are fake, because not everybody's uh, theories on what's happening in this movie can be real. It's not possible. Yeah, but, but some people are so detailed yeah. <laughs> that he's either need to be a future Marvel writer 
or this yeah. is what happens in it. Yeah, these guys on Reddit. Yeah. These guys are either good at stealing information from people or they really should have jobs. Mm-hmm. I just read a new one where I'm like, this gotta be real. <laughs> no way he just thought of that in his head. Yeah. It was it was the one where they was like they built the new Infinity Gauntlet for Hawk and only Hawk and Thor can use it. And then something uh I forget what they said happened, then Hawk's uh, arm gets ripped off or something like that, and Thor has to put it on. I'm like, this sounds real. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> crazy. It's a, hopefully, I mean, hopefully they're all wrong, so I'm yeah, surprised. No, but the only, the only reason I know it's fake is because they didn't say nothing about Quicksilver. So that tells uh, me. You, you, see, I know you're going to see this movie. You're like, this movie whack because there ain't no ATJ in it. You're like, but I know he shot scenes. They said he was on set. They lied to me. Nothing. They lied. He's gonna be on the cutting room floor. The the, the Russo brothers gonna be like, if they chose, nobody really sweating. Aaron <laughs> Tarr like, if this, this movie's three hours and they chose, y'all could just zoom. Y'all could be like, put it in the scene where you're like, is that Aaron? Nah, and I'll be satisfied. I'm like, <laughs> is that Aaron? <laughs> like, I think that was Aaron. That was Quicksilver. Nah, they gonna do a montage scenes of them going back to all the past movies and doing something different. And he's gonna be a part of that montage scene. I want him in a real scene. I want him possibly back in it because things with the Batman is heating up. You know, <laughs> unless they let him do both. <laughs> I mean, other actors are starting to do Idris. He just just all over the place. And Quicksilver's role is as uh, useless as Himdall or whatever his name is. So his Heimdall, Idris might have been even more useless because at least Quicksilver's death was the arch of was like the climax of the movie. Yeah, his de- Idris's death was like. Okay. Like, I don't care if you we're going to see you ever again yeah. anyways after this. We're going to get new actors. We're going to get young people in there, new characters. Yeah, he was just like, we don't really honestly care if he comes back to life. <laughs> like, it is what it is. Yeah, he's shot. But, yeah, um, I thought this movie was really good, too. Like, it was, I fell asleep as well, and it was, like, <laughs> right in the middle. <laughs> like, the movie started out exciting. It started out action-packed. It started had the pacing was nice and up tempo, so it was kind of hard to fall asleep. And I was preoccupied with eating my popcorn. So yeah, I was down in my icy at the time. <laughs> so that was keeping me awake. It's when you know things started to settle down on Earth for her, and she was starting, you know, trying to piece the puzzles or piece the puzzles of her uh, foggy memory and catching up with her friend and getting like secrets and the truths told to her. That's when things started to slow down, and I started to like <laughs> start to yawn <laughs> a little bit, fall asleep, and yeah. then you know. That was for like a minute, and I woke back up and got right back to the movie. So I feel like if I see the movie again, I'll have a stronger opinion of it. Because walking out, I would say uh, just, you know, if we're, since, you know, all we do is compare stuff, this will probably be one of my least favorite Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, like what you were saying about Brie Larson, I keep reading people saying that she did such a great job and she was born for this role and don't get me wrong she did i thought she did a really good job but there was moments in the movie where she has like a deadpan style of delivery yeah it was when like she would do her look after like a big fight scene she'll say something yeah and it was no you don't gotta say nothing then yeah like it's just like the way you deliver like for some instances that's fine but like uh for just for just when those certain times where it bothered me just like that's a little. That's a little too flat. I need some sort of more something else added to it. Cause like that scene where somebody like one of those people like yelled at her and she mocked him by yelling right back at him. That was funny. <laughs> that was entertaining. I felt like that was good. But then the other time she would say like one little slick one liner and it was just with the straightest voice. And then she would always like her whole demeanor sometimes was just like too like rigid. But I guess that's how it is when you come from a different world and you with these other people. So. 
I don't know, but her and Samuel L. Jackson, they had like good back and forth and camaraderie yeah. in the movie. I thought it was good. Samuel L. Jackson, I would say him and Goose was the best parts of the movie. <laughs> See, their, their CGI has gotten very good where to the point where you couldn't even tell that that was like de-aging. You just thought that was just the way Samuel L. Jackson was looking. Well, if you, did you see it in 3D? Nah, I, I saw an IMAX through the 3D glasses. I was seeing, I saw old Sam over it. It was like they did a really good <laughs> uh, yeah, drawing of young Sam <laughs> over old Sam, but I could still see the old Sam yeah, creeping that through. That was crazy, but it was like it's still really good. The fact that like that could hold up for yeah, a whole entire movie and it not be bothersome or yeah. nothing. So I thought that, that that technology is crazy. I don't. Other people need to figure out how to use that more often. Yeah. Um. It'll be interesting to see with the Irishman when they like de-age Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Oh, yeah. Them dudes old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel Jackson is old, but he don't but look. He's also black, so yeah. he looks. Yeah. Samuel Jackson like ninety, but he still got like a young man's vibe to him. Yeah. All, as long as he takes the kango off, uh-huh. he look young. Yeah. <laughs> like, he look young in the Shaft movie that's coming out. He. Really, yeah, that that's what, and so does uh Richard Roundtree. He doesn't even look yeah. that old. He's supposed to be Samuel's dad, ain't he? Uncle, I think. Uh, it better be uncle because yeah. if he's his dad, their ages don't seem too far off. Yeah, I think it's. His, I think don't quote me. But the fact he, then why is I feel like J T. Usher's character should be a little older than. Yeah, like, Unless Samuel Jackson is not playing his actual age, he, he don't. If he's young enough to be a Regina Hall, mind you, he's not necessarily he, young. Yeah, so Samuel Jackson's <laughs> playing probably like fifty in this, and he's in his seventies. He could get away with it. He throws some, just throw some regular makeup on him. Yeah, I can get away with it. I got the bald head, bald dude. Uh-huh. Oh, unless you like Bruce Willis and you white. <laughs> yeah, got the crow's feet. Yeah, but um, so that was good. Like I said, they were best parts. I'm biased, so of course I think Goose was one of the best parts. Uh, he was funny, and his little surprise of what he actually, you know, his identity was, was interesting. I wonder why they felt like they had to change the cat's name for the movie. <laughs> I, th- I just think that uh, Marvel is really, like, they, they just like, all right, we're going to take a chance with having a talking raccoon in a tree. And we are kind of terrified to see how that's going to turn out. Turned out very successful. Now they just can't stop throwing things <laughs> like that in there. Yeah, Goose. You had whatever freaking Korg was and oh, yeah. Thor. And then what was the other one? I can't remember. But every, I feel like they're just going to be some sort of uh, non-human being character in these movies that may, next you're gonna see like a dog uh just stuff i cannot like that. remember oh yeah in the comic book i think the like the cat's name is chewy like oh, okay. for chewbacca but they changed it to goose for top gun in this one gotcha i don't well, what was wrong with chewy could have called it that still but maybe there was like ah, maybe that's uh, i don't know <laughs> uh, it don't matter uh but the the whole what happened in nick fury's eye i got kind of a Love hate relationship with the, dis- the 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 way they went. <laughs> Only reason I got the the problem I have with it is, I was I was expecting something very generic. I was expecting it to happen during combat or battle or just something along the lines where he was in a like a trying circumstance and it, they go after his eye. So that's just what I've been building up in my head, just the whole thing, <laughs> like just without necessarily thinking too much into. It. I was like, oh, that's how it's gonna be. So it would be it'd be interesting just to see it actually play out on screen. So the fact that they went against that I was just like ah, kind of, this is kind of one of the times where I wanted to see a generic 
like a predictable <laughs> outcome. But then funny that they kept like hinting at it and yeah, preparing like, us to be like, how are we going to lose it? And then have the way that he did lose it is funny. Right. That's why I put that in my notes. I was like, I like once they started building up their relationship, like I'm, I'm spoiling the movie, but without spoiling, spoiling it. How they built their relationship up in the movie, I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is what's going to happen. So then when it played out, I was like, that's very, like, it fits in with Marvel's brand. Like, they have, like, they get serious, but they also like to, you know, have fun and do something, you know, kind of goofy. And that fit in with it. So, and it also, you know, it, it makes it even more funnier because when you just think of Nick Fury, he's this uh, super tough guy, <laughs> always, you know, just super serious. And so for him to have the outcome of this his trademark look be something as goofy as what it turned out to be. And that's, that's, that's pretty funny. That's pretty, that's pretty cool in their mm-hmm. part to actually go with that. So that's the part I like about it. But like I said, the, the part I just don't like about it is because I wanted, I wanted to see something generic, but you know, I'm not mad at it. Um, there was one scene in the movie <laughs> that <laughs> me and Brianna looked at each other like, in the world, that really don't really necessarily make sense is when uh, Fury and Captain Marvel are walking into forget where they're walking but she got the she got the little flannel wrapped around her and he tells her to lose the flannel and she, oh, yeah, and she, she takes it, it off. <laughs> I forgot she know what flannel is. She got flannels on her planet. Uh, I guess I guess we were just assuming. Uh, yeah. She could have took the hat off. <laughs> is that the one part of her memory where she remembers like I remember flannels. Okay, let me take let me take the flannel off. Um Ronan the Accuser or whatever his name is, he had a glorified cameo, and I thought he was going to have some bigger role. Yeah, I thought he was going to be like one of the villains. Yeah, like he basically was just like the all that that hidden or that evil presence who's you ba- mainly see through like hologram. And yeah. then I was like, all right, maybe he's going to come in at the end, and then something big will happen with him. Nope, he comes in at the end. Some he just basically sits there, and then. Hits the reverse and leaves. <laughs> like, okay. Um, Deem Dijman Hansu or whatever his name yeah. is was in the movie way more than you were. <laughs> I, can, I still can't get over what they be letting uh, Jaiman Hansu, whatever his name is, do in all these movies. How's he also? He's the Fisherman King in Aquaman. And he's he the God or whatever in Shazam. So, he has so many forgettable characters in that, these movies. But that's like, outrageous. Whatever. That's in the same universe. <laughs> and they probably don't even realize it yet. Nope. And then also the uh, Fisherman Queen in Aquaman is also in Shazam. So they're that's doing something hurt. on purpose. <laughs> or if that's just a coincidence, that's odd. Nah, that's DC getting in there. <laughs> like You're going to have to really pay attention back. Yeah, it wasn't hard. I noticed it immediately. <laughs> um, I like the little 90s soundtrack. Fit in. Nice little nostalgia there. Uh, of course, I said Goose needs his own movie, and it wouldn't be weird. And it would make perfect <laughs> sense. Uh, what else do we have? Um, the action in the movie, I liked it, but it was just nothing in it that stood out to me as like memorable. And I think that's one of my issues with the movie. Like I said, it, like I really enjoyed it. It stick to the the Marvel formula, but the reason I say it's more at the bottom end of their movies is just because it didn't have that one thing in the movie that was uber exciting that was memorable. I do appreciate the storyline and how like with, with Jude Law and whatever you want, how whatever name you want to use for her, how he kept telling her to from the beginning, like, yo, you need to control your emotions or else you won't be able to like lead and succeed. But then come to find out that her actually not controlling her emotions and letting loose made her stronger than ever. 
And so that was just one of the things he was using to try to control her so she wouldn't realize her full potential. I thought that was cool, and that kind of really plays it because, you know, you always hear, like, oh, men be saying women can't lead. <laughs> they're not strong. They need to, you know, they can't lead the country because they're too emotional and all that. So I felt like with the times, I thought it, was, it worked perfectly to fit in and just how, and just how you know, not having full recollection of your your past and your memories can really affect how strong you are. Now, and also going back to the action part, it was kind of annoying for me to see her not be able to use her full, like full, uh, the full levels of her powers. Because you know, you're watching all these other movies, you you seeing Samuel L. Jackson like Paige, Captain Marvel, like oh, this girl <laughs> about to come in. And she about to be super strong, so it's gonna be cool to see her origin story and see, you know, our first look at her. And I get it, it's an origin story, so usually they don't always have their full control of their powers. But I'm just thinking, like, this is the person who's supposed to be able to take Thanos out. Like, I'm not seeing it <laughs> in these little powers that she's using. So the fact that you know, I wish they would have got to it sooner. But I get it's an origin story, but we're so deep in the MCU, seeing origin stories is coming less and less. And even if they are origin stories in a way like you black panther i guess was the first movie but it wasn't really like an origin story it was yeah. kind of but then it kind of wasn't spider-man he was already spider-man so it was just our first time seeing him so it wasn't really an origin story the last one really was doctor strange but the the, the special effects in that movie were so dope that's why i really enjoyed it so i'm just like i'm, I'm, I'm like i'm like i love uh, origin stories i'm cool with the movie's good but you know i'm not as used to seeing them lately so that's why i kind of Bothered me a little bit. Um, I thought Colson would be in the movie more. I felt like he barely had lines. Yeah, it seemed quite. It felt like that was a different actor playing him. Yeah, like y'all brought. <laughs> this is the first time he's been in one of these movies since the Avengers, and it felt like he was barely there. I thought yeah. that was weird. Wasn't um, uh, Kobe Smothers, whatever her name was? I thought she was supposed to be in it, and then they probably were like, wait, that would make her very young. <laughs> that would not make sense. Like, this was stupid. Like, never mind. Let's just let's take it back. Let's so I'm back. assuming the scene she shot was just for Infinity War and then possibly now Endgame or something. Okay. Um, we said that. We talked about that. Um, talked about that. I like the cool little... Um, MCU Easter eggs and like origin reveals for certain things like how Fury got the name for Avengers. I like that. Um, the Tesseract was brought back. Even though that was a, a reach to have her little nickname be Avenger. Of course. <laughs> it was a reach. <laughs> I liked it, but it was a reach. But <laughs> like it's cool just it's it's the pro it's cool to just to see how like just just to see him in action coming up with the the thing Type instead it of up, the yeah, initiative yeah just instead of you know just always like avengers just was what it always was you know, <laughs> seeing him like the the first interaction he had with a super powered being and then him seeing this cool name uh, of her nickname basically saying like yo she was the reason for all this she's the she's the quote or she's the face of it but you don't realize it till like later on so i thought that was kind of cool um it was a good. This was a good movie. The 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 Steve. Nope, Stan Lee. <laughs> the Stan <laughs> Lee. A uh, little quote unquote tributes. I thought was dope. Even though my face was dead in my phone for the opening. <laughs> the <laughs> opening credit. Well, I didn't really see it all like that. I saw it after I left. Uh, I was like, well, I was looking dead into my phone. What's going on? Because I was so I'm like, okay, we're just gonna get through. They're gonna show the little Marvel clips. <laughs> like, let me know when the movie starts. But once I seen, it, I thought that was dope. 
I thought the him reading his little mall rats line on this no, that was funny. subway was dope. And then I knew that had to done been done afterwards or something about that scene had to have been edited because that was too like that was too nice of a little scene for that to happen do that before he died. Yeah. But they said um, the only thing about that scene that they changed was the the camera wasn't supposed to pan back to Captain Marvel. It was supposed to just show him read that line and like her continue looking at us. But once he died, they. Showed her give him that like that that uh breaking the fourth wall kind of like nod and smile just like basically that's what everybody in the theater was doing so thought that was a cool little idea and now we get to the end credit scene did you like that in the the first post credit scene that that one reminded me what was the f- where they see the paint yeah the page or whatever. I'm trying to think of what it reminded me very much of one of the post credit scenes in. I want to say, what was before Infinity War? Before Infinity War was... Was it Spider-Man? Spider-Man? No. Spy- Thor. Yeah, Thor. Was it in Thor? Thor? One of, might have been Black Panther. Black Panther? Yeah, Black Panther came on February. And then... In okay, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe not Black, Black Panther. What was the Black Panther in credit scene besides the one where they was like, yo, we dropping the wall? <laughs> it might have been. There. What was the one where they had, where they showed the scene where they revealed Captain America? Was that in Black Panther? It was in something. But this reminds me of that, where it's basically just a scene from the next movie. Because Captain America. Wait, what was Captain America doing in this scene? It was literally just basically like that scene from um, when they when he comes about the shadows. After being gone for a while, that was in Infinity War. When they're when they're fighting, uh, whatever oh, those two things. Yeah, that was an end credit scene. It was in something. It was a scene where because he was, it was, it was, and oh, and it reminded me of that scene where they whatever movie it was where Bucky. Oh, that's what Black Panther was. Black Panther was when they revealed that uh, oh, yeah. Bucky was in. Yeah. But it reminded me of the one scene where they showed Bucky with the the metal arm for the first time. What movie was that? They got too many the credit scenes. <laughs> yeah, I can't even. <laughs> but it reminded me of that in a way. It's just like a scene from the next movie. Because if that's not in the... The next movie either has to start with that or it has to show it or it don't make sense. Yeah, if yeah, they yeah. just show some a completely different way that Captain Marvel comes to... Yeah, that's... Like, and that would be dumb. I ain't like her little gold shoulders, new gold. Sh- what was yeah, wrong with What was she doing? Where she had to change? Yeah, and her hair was a different color, or it was long? yeah, it was all straight. It was long. <laughs> I'm like, we ain't got time to get you back to how it was. We gotta shoot this thing. <laughs> Either she was going through a lot of things, to, trying to find their uh, the whatever people a new home and take down the creepy people, or and like I gotta figure out what. If her only motivation can't be because Fury is gone and she's close with Nick Fury. She loves him. She has to have a little somewhere and I guess she <laughs> just wants to save the universe. I guess that's what everybody else's reason was. Man, my problem with that scene is I feel like that's just a big reveal. Like, y'all been so quiet on this movie. Yeah. We, we know she comes back, but I thought one of the cool things or one of the cool things to look forward to in that movie is to see how she comes back and like where they see her like like does she come back mid battle or something does she just like maybe they just outside the compound and they just see something coming down from the sky like so the fact that they just looking at the pager they go off <laughs> they turn around there she is and it's it's like that just seemed 
I'm guessing it's going to be something maybe different about it or something. So, I mean, I get there's a lot of stuff in the movie to look forward to, and that was just one of them. So if that's their way of, like, teasing, like, yo, did, like she going to – she gonna meet up with the team quicker than you think. So now you're thinking like, all right, she's gonna be involved in the movie a lot more than I actually thought she was. Because I was thinking that she was only like she was only gonna show up when things was getting real tough. Like they've already like you know battled somebody once, lost again. So she came to do as she does, or maybe she ran into like when they had them whole quantum realm theories that she was locked in the quantum realm somehow like that. I was just looking for something more just more cooler than what they did like it still it still raises the excitement just because it gives you a, a little more inkling or idea or look into the movie or whatever but i was just like that's something is that something y'all needed to show like y'all could have y'all could have cut that scene off like the y'all could have just showed me showed them looking at the pager so like okay yeah. they they got the pager i didn't know they was gonna get the pager i thought that maybe they would have seen her and not even knew what she was. Like, they would have just seen her, like, mid-battle or something. But just seeing them have the pager and know that something's about to happen with it, I'd have been satisfied with that. Yeah. I didn't think they needed to go super far into actually showing them team up. Now, if they would have went knee-deep and showing them have a conversation, like... Yeah, like, sitting... <laughs> like, the world is... <laughs> like, us, girl, you done missed a lot since you've been gone. Since you've been gone! <laughs> For one, I don't. I feel like I don't remember. Uh, I didn't know Annette Bening was in, gonna be in this movie. She probably see, see. My thing is when I see all these old actresses, I blend them all together. Yeah, so. and that's what I'm thinking. I was. I'm like, <laughs> hey, that's a uh, that old lady, <laughs> Glenn Close. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I forgot she was in this. Yeah, if it ain't like Meryl Streep, then I'm gonna just assume yeah. they're <laughs> they're all in it, and I'll just come to it. When I'm I come like, to that's it. a pretty respectable actress. But I, that's uh, I didn't know it was gonna have her be uh, Marvel. Uh, so <laughs> I was different. <laughs> There's like we ain't bringing this character in the universe, so we can make it. It may be anybody then. <laughs> I was just and I was just watching this movie too, just thinking back to that when I read that Keanu Reeves was going to be Jude Law's character at first. I was like, how was Keanu Reeves going to deliver this role? <laughs> like the role wasn't like crazy or nothing. Yeah. But I just like all I saw was like Jude Law. Just the way he acted and it was fine. That was just how I predicted the character. I'm just like, how would he have delivered some of this dialogue? <laughs> it would have felt crazy. I you like know? that they mentioned the little uh, uh, translators that they have on their suits where they can yeah, understand because that's what they were talking about and how in Guardians of the Galaxy, how they can understand all these languages. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's so they all have those translators. That is a good little small detail there. So that was, that was cool. Like, But the movie... Movie was good, enjoyable. It kind of scares me about like the whole scroll situation though, because it seemed like they kind of like veering towards making scrolls good guys. <laughs> and yeah. I thought that'd have been like a cool. I mean, still there could still be like people, some of them that are not, but I thought that'd have been a dope direction to go in, like because after you you reach Thanos, like it's really hard to like all right. Besides, if y'all just strictly go into just like ground level stories and things that don't that don't really need a team up, like that's fine. But if you plan on making more like new Avengers type of movies, who they gonna battle? <laughs> I mean, I know there's. I mean, I'm not the I'm not a big old super comic book nerd when it comes to details, so I'm pretty sure there's like other big forces they can gang up against. But having uh, the idea of scrolls, like you don't know. If that hero is like really the hero, yeah, if it's just a scroll or whatnot, I thought that'd have been a dope idea to play around with with the in the the next few phases, 
but maybe hopefully they'll bring it back. They could. I mean, you still got um. I know you when when the whole Fox acquisition goes through, that's still more stuff to play yeah, around with. A couple new little characters. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna see. But I just thought that was interesting. Man, I like that. Uh, the her her black sidekick. Y'all gotta get you <laughs> black sidekick. I mean, ain't gonna make you a black lead. Yeah, but we give you a black sidekick though. Uh, her daughter, um, in the comic books, becomes a hero. Well, is a hero, but in this, they just made her the daughter because obviously in the nineties. So I thought that was pretty cool, kind of hinting at that. Because I believe that girl in the comic books becomes Captain Marvel at a point. And then she becomes just a completely different hero. I think it was like Photon or something like that. Cool, cool, but cool, cool. that could be sweet because now, since this was in like 95 or whatever, then you go to 2000 or 2019 or whenever, if she ever makes an appearance, she can be an actual adult hero. And that could add something. And if like the next Captain Marvel movie takes place in modern time, they have that. Now, would the would the mom be dead or just like older? <laughs> that would be interesting because yeah, seeing it be more in modern times, I think would be sweet. Just like the same with Wonder Woman, like just seeing it see it play out in modern times, coming from the past. Why do they make all these women come from the past? Mm-hmm. I guess that I guess that makes it even more edgy because like back then they couldn't <sighs> like, vote and stuff. Yeah, women couldn't do <laughs> they nothing. Like, they couldn't do anything but cook. And now look at her; she's a hero. <laughs> Which one was better, Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman? Captain Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) Off CGI alone. (laughs) And for one, I'm going to be biased automatically. Two, why come DC ain't got the CGI? (laughs) Granted, how come Ryan Coogler ain't have the CGI that that Captain Marvel had? Yeah, because some of those fight scenes looked very Blade-esque when (laughs) Killmonger and Black Panther was fighting. And this, it didn't even look crazy like when she was flying and in space and stuff. It didn't look crazy. But when Black Panther and Killmonger were fighting, it looked crazy. That's something's up. Paul Feige was like, all right. You you got a hit movie on your hands, so... We got to give you more money. So that means we got to take a little bit of your special effects budget. Yeah. These yeah. two directors that we got for this, to be able to go lowball. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and so we can give them so we get a good movie. Now that it's a hit, they're going to be asking for the bag. Yeah, so the, the next, next one's going to look terrible. <laughs> yeah. Y'all get the sketchy gray screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even blurred correctly. Yeah, I got outlines of people. How do you think we're able to pump out three movies a year? Yeah. One of these movies we got to save on CGI. Black Panther, you caught that. Obviously, we have to give you the good CGI probably next time. <laughs> Meaning, uh-oh, Internals is about to look cool. Nah, that movie. They said that movie, based off just the dialogue of them just talking about that movie. That movie has to be. They <laughs> have the crisp budget. They better be confident that well, as Marvel's got to do at least seventy at the, at the least. I mean, they already said the lead for that movie. They're looking for a legit uh, uh, unknown homosexual. Yeah. I don't know if he got to be. He better not be unknown. They can get a. Uh, they can get what's his name? Matt Bomber. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He, if he ain't did, did a superhero movie yeah, yet. He look, he looked like he would be Superman. Yeah, uh, but I was Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> if, I don't know. I know. If Neil Patrick Harris bulks up, then I ain't got no problem. If oh. Chris Pratt can bulk up, I can almost believe anybody can do it now because I was so shocked when he yeah. was fit. And the thing is, when I, yeah, I about to say was it wasn't meant to be. That was for the movie because his body's back to not. I ain't gonna say back to Parks and Rec days, yeah. but it's it's, it's heading towards there. It looks like ex football players when they yeah. have. It's in the way like when fit. Seth Rogen lost all that weight and got in shape for Green Hornet, and then now he just kind of filled back out because <laughs> like, Seth Rogen ain't fat. He's just. 
not in shape. Yeah, he's like doughy, <laughs> and that's what Chris Pratt. Is. Chris Pratt feels like he's not as famous anymore for some reason. Because yeah, like this, the kid movie coming out. For one, why is him and uh, what's his name doing another like cowboy movie? I don't know. Uh, Wait, did that, I think it already came out. Yeah, I think and it bombed. It ju- him and, and reviews sucked. What's his name? Ethan Hawke. Yeah, Ethan Hawke. Why are they and Vincent D'Onofrio? That there. seems very weird. <laughs> That's why when I was reading about, it, I was like. Why is he talking about the magnificent whatever so late after it came out? It's been years since that movie came out. That's very odd to me that they all did a, a western movie again. Well, rightfully so, it bombed and it got panned. Yeah, so. that's that makes it weird. Like Chris Pratt thought he was famous. Now, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy three ain't got all like expected time to come out. Yeah, I I feel like Marvel might shift back to doing two movies a year as opposed <laughs> to three. Because I was just in my head, I was thinking like, all right, next year. You got Black Widow, most likely, in The Eternals, but even though that movie seems like it's going to take long to shoot. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, then the year after that, or and I was like, maybe the third movie would be what? Doctor Strange, which they haven't even talked about when that's going to come out. Yeah. It's not going to be Black Panther, because that's 2021. Uh, Guardians, they said, is, is at the earliest, 2021, probably 22. And like, y'all really ain't got no other movies on the docket besides Spider-Man 3. Yeah. They're going to force one then. <laughs> like, we're movie we about to force out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Captain Marvel, that would probably come out 2022. Yeah. So, I mean, y'all going to do a little Nick Fury? They got to be somewhere <laughs> they can put Brie Larson in because she got a nine-contract deal. And you don't know they like to run. <laughs> she, she's two down. Yeeks. So now she got like seven. Her and Doctor Strange, I can see teaming up. They're going to do a space movie. New Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. They oh, can maybe do- they'll put her in. Maybe they'll just like, oh, uh, if all the cast was saying we ain't doing it, they're like, all right, I guess we're just getting Brie Larson and a bunch of nobodies. Dude, Brie to Larson, if we have to, Tony Stark will be. <laughs> Brie Larson and Robert Downey together. She can so, make an appearance in the Goose and Rocket movie. <laughs> See, start piece, anyway, let's start piecing stuff together. Okay, okay, so. Vin Diesel will do it. So we got Groot. Like we really try to hold off on the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why we ain't told nobody our schedule because we're waiting for Fox. We got this X Men movie. Exactly, we already wrote the X Men movie. <laughs> yeah, we just waiting to get. We got those outlined. We just don't, don't know yeah. when we can. Start Adam McKay yet. already said he'll do Silver Surfer. I mean, so. I'm, they need to make that. A, that's a good place to start. Yeah. Do a Silver Surfer, Fantastic Four. After that, make the Fantastic Four make a little See, something appearance that's, in Silver that's Surfer. What sucks because Marvel can make a real good Fantastic Four movie. It's they got all the formula. This is too early. I yeah. mean, that, their formula would fit perfect with Fantastic that, that's Four. That's what's crazy. Fox don't, how come Fox ain't know how to do that formula? Because they hire they people the, like Tim Story. Yeah, they ain't got the same <laughs> formula. <laughs> they hire the wrong filmmakers to do those movies. <laughs> somebody who is too much in one direction, and then hire somebody who is in the complete opposite direction yeah. and just wanted to make a dark movie, and y'all said yes and then said no. Ain't, Midway through. They really should just let, because everybody wants John Krasinski and Emily Blunt to star in the Fantastic Four. And I want him to direct it. Yep, that's what I'm going to say. Just get him to direct, write yeah. and direct it. He'd do that easy. He knows humor. He showed what he can do with A Quiet Place. You know, he can do a little sci-fi. He can direct. And, of course, he can. him and his wife can act. Throw Zac Efron as the human torch and uh, John Cena as the thing. You good to go. Boom. It's a nice Dynamite. Now, when it comes to X-Men, it's a little more complicated. I think they should just do the basic original team yeah. and ease in there at the end. Uh, throughout the movie, maybe throw some hints at some other characters. In, at the end of the movie, show maybe another character. Uh, maybe a Wolverine because you know people are going to be really wanting that. Or hold off and just show something else. 
and yeah, keep just, going from there. Just make Cyclops cool. I'm gonna get that on hat. Make Cyclops Cyclops cool again. Cast Ansel. <laughs> Ansel is Cyclops. Ansel fresh off his Asia trip or Ansel who done like a good movie. I didn't I didn't watch the video on purpose because I don't want it to sway my feelings on Ansel, but he's he stars in that J I D video. And what is he doing in this video? Is he dancing? Because we know Ansel can dance. Is there, is there a hidden secret verse or something? He could probably kill that beat. It's, all, it's the off the Zoinky song. Yeah, let him let him spit let a him, little singing freestyle in yeah, there or something. Because he killed that uh, Logic song. I know it's hard yeah. sometimes. I know it's hard, yeah. It's hard, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know it's hard sometimes. Answer that album, man. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed around. to Ben put out yeah, Supernova. Yeah, you don't have that same Supernova. <laughs> He's slowing down. He ain't got a movie. He ain't got no music now. He got a lot of colorful clothes, though. Yeah. He got outfit away from being back in the punishment. He probably going to drop it the same time the West Side Story come out. That'd be fire with this type of hip hop beats that he likes to <laughs> like he likes to bar over. <laughs> oh yeah, this is super off subject. But shout out to Lucy Hell for getting yet another CW TV show. She will now be starring in a little Riverdale spinoff. Oh my god. Kathy Keen or whatever that show is called, which I wasn't gonna watch at first, even though I watched Riverdale. But now now I gotta watch the show. So hopefully this one don't get canceled like life sentence did. It's Lucy Hell. She gonna get that thing canceled. <laughs> nah, she a star. They be throwing, they be throwing her like yes, shows. Lost. She must got that same deal that uh that old lady on Grownish got, where you automatically get to roll into the next show. Oh, yeah. Lucy <laughs> Hell got the CW uh, yeah, contract, and the other girl got the free foreign contract. CW. <laughs> Just like. King Batch got that uh, Netflix, Netflix deal. Dude. Somebody else got the Netflix deal. I just recently noticed. Who was it? It was like a million straight Netflix movies. I feel like I've seen Adam Devine in multiple ones. Yeah, ones. he got it. It feel like for at least three. Or two that I've yeah. I watched that one movie with his friends. Oh, yeah, game over, <laughs> man. Um, all right, anything else? It's about- friends. <laughs> Sadly, I like that one dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Anything else you want to say about Captain Marvel? Yet mm. another hit. Yep. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it more down the line yeah, as like we I watch it, it again. I gotta see the movie again so I can give it his just due. I do want that Captain Marvel tracksuit. Brie Larson showed up yeah, at the movie deal. <laughs> <laughs> she came in ditch in a tracksuit. <laughs> Dang, I bet uh, Rev Run was jealous. Like, oh, like I ain't got one of them up. colors. <laughs> Shout out to Captain Marvel's sixth highest grossing Marvel movie opening weekend, something like that. I think so. Two Avengers, Iron Man 3, Black Panther, Civil War. Yep. I don't think anything else is past it. So now, everybody going to be trying to drop these women-led superhero movies. We getting that black cat now. That black cat. Yeah, cat especially because Sony is very whatever. arrogant. <laughs> I'm, I'm just very worried because Tom Holland's contract is coming up, and I am worried that Sony will be like, we'll take it from here. <laughs> like, Obviously, we're not going to have Tom Holland as <laughs> Spider-Man because we, we know we can get our own Spider-Man. We're going to go with uh, Josh Hutcherson because so, yeah, we're, we're that old. cocky. <laughs> Speaking of old, I was watching that. That Spider-Man Far From Home trailer again. And that scene at the end where they show all of them in the same room. I was like, they all look so old. Yeah, they're grown now. <laughs> <laughs> they aged rapidly since the first one. 
was it Tony Ravioli or whatever his name? Yeah, <laughs> and the little mustache he got. Yeah. Like, y'all didn't even try to make them look like high schoolers in this <laughs> one. Nah, I don't feel like it. Tom Holland just looks older and older. I don't know how. Yeah, <laughs> I guess when you're a legit kid, you look like a kid. As soon as you hit twenty one. <laughs> You Some age. of them were already old. Yeah. That's the funny thing. He just like, yeah, I gained a couple years. Yeah, Tom was, Holland was young and Zendaya was young. but We old now. <laughs> um, all right, we were speaking about uh, DC a little bit. Now it's time to get to some good news for DC. Shazam reactions. First <laughs> reactions are in. And they're saying how great this movie is. Mm-hmm. Calling it another win for DC. Saying it's the... It's a superhero version of Big, which is clear as day in yeah. the trailers. So I'm going to just read some um, reactions from these people who might have been paid to say this. Um, I've seen Shazam. I loved Shazam. It's an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. Very much carried by a strong cast of kid actors and an awesome performance right from Zachary Levi. Or Levy, whatever his name is. There's so much heart and humor in this. Not to mention a positive message and great twists. It's a needed burst of joy. Somebody else said, Shazam is another gigantic win for DC following Aquaman and Wonder Woman. And it's just so different from both of them. I love it. Somebody else said, Shazam is parts home alone, parts big, a crowd-pleasing, family-friendly, joy-filled, wish-fulfillment superhero film, which gets a bit over-the-top and cheesy at times. It's fun and funny, and I was surprised at how much it wears its heart on its sleeve. Somebody else said, Zachary Levi or Levy was born to play Shazam. He delivers lots of laughs alongside co-star Jack Dylan Grazer. The film packs some big surprises for comic buffs and offers enough mainstream appeal to win over new fans. Shazam's strengths definitely outweigh its weaknesses. And last but not least, Shazam is a big, goofy, lovable, and unlike anything DC has done before. Definitely in the vein of Tom Hanks' big but with superhero action and lots of Batman and Superman references. I dug this film so much. I, I wonder what that's about. <laughs> I dug this film so much. I wanted to give it a bear hug at the end. DC movies keep getting better. Mm-hmm. All right, so now I'm going to ask you the same question I keep asking you. This is uh, to give you more uh, anticipation or more of a positive outlook on Shazam now. Nah, because I'm just not really in it. For one, didn't uh, Justice League have them same type of reviews? I mean, Fantastic Four did. Yeah, Fantastic <laughs> Four, and we saw how that came out. So I'm not expecting a, much from this. I'm just, I'm not, for some reason, I just don't want it to do well. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this movie going to be hilarious. <laughs> Tell you this movie going to be hilarious. <laughs> Zachary yeah. Levi or Levy gonna definitely get nominated for some nadies at the end of the year. <laughs> just look, just wait. You gonna show everybody? Gonna show you. You gonna show the the Marvel fanboys who are probably gonna try to get this movie. Uh, yeah, they need canned. to get it low, like what they did for Captain Marvel. DC when at one point I looked wild. at it was at thirty six percent. Granted, the regular Rotten Tomato score has been slowly dropping yeah. down. It's in the seventies. I mean, I saw eighty, but I wouldn't be surprised well, if it's at seventy something now. Let me see where this is at now. I'm like, people really, it's DC and then people who hate when females lead anything. Yeah. <laughs> Their mind was bothered. If you a DC fan that don't like when females lead stuff, you probably lost your mind. <laughs> they had to dock a Wonder Woman. He's like, I'll just give it like one bad review rather than spam it. Okay, Captain Marvel's at 80. And the the uh, 
audience score has gone up quite some bit. It's at 59. <laughs> quite some bit. It was at 30-something when I saw it last. <laughs> need to fix that. Uh, uh, if anybody want to know, Medea's family funeral is at 13%. Third, uh, that thing started at like 30. Oh, yeah. That thing literally kept going down. <laughs> That's sad. 13 people. It's like people was like, all right, I guess I'll finally get around to saying it. It was like, this is whack. <laughs> <laughs> Only the true Medea fans gave it those good yeah. reviews All right, speaking of good reviews. Looks like Jordan Peele has another hit on his yeah. hand back to back because <laughs> us is getting <laughs> us is getting glowing reviews after its premiere at South by Southwest, I believe. Uh, yeah, the South by Southwest festival. Um, the first reactions are all great. It's sitting at 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now, but it's only tracking at about 35 million opening weekend. But here are some tweets about that movie. Uh, Lupita Ni- uh, Nyong'o, that was an award-worthy performance. Uh, Jordan Peele's Us movie phrase, your nerves with exacting precision, ambition, original ideas, and moments that will traumatize in the best way as great genre movies do. A whole generation of youngs who sneak in to see it. Also, Lupita is incredible. Somebody else said, very into Us. An eerie thrill packed with A-plus set pieces. The whole ensemble is something else. An unforgettable get big screen family right here. A wild, high engaging ride, but best of all, it's not one to quickly shake off after it ends. Gonna have it, gonna have it on my mind for a while. Somebody else said, one day, decades from now, I'm going to be on my deathbed and still trying to process <laughs> us. And probably still wrong. I mean, that is a compliment. Janelle Monet was uh, tweeting stuff that just didn't make sense. I can't even read it. Uh, Frank Oz said, just saw Jordan Peele's Us last night when it premiered. A really scary movie with an underbelly of profundity. I can't read. A movie that shines a dark spotlight on our duality and strikes at our souls. A significant movie, especially for these times in which we live. And then I'll read one more. Angie J. Hand said, us is a heck of an experience. Funny <laughs> enough to make you laugh, scary enough to make you scream, genuinely heartbreaking in moments, anchored by several incredible dual performances, especially Lupita's. And then every, basically everybody was saying how great of a job Lupita did, so now I expect to see greatness. But what do you think about those reactions? you think they fan four stick level of uh, overdramatics, or is, is this going to be looking like it's going to be better than Get Out or Up There? I can see this them reactions being accurate. I think it'd be probably up there with Get Out because this one, this one looks like a legit like horror movie. So just to see if it's actually scary, and then just the fun of knowing how Jordan Peele makes movies now that you know immediately going into this. All right, let's look for all them details that he likes to put in there and all them hidden messages. So I'm definitely assuming this movie's gonna be great. Um, we all know there's going to be that one uh, reviewer that's going to give us a bad review, so it won't be 100%. But yeah, that Toy Story the yeah. 3 hater slash uh, Get Out hater. I, I, think, um, I think this movie, I don't know if it'll be better than Get Out, but I just have a feeling that it might be more entertaining. Because Get Out was like a was greatly written. It's the story and the surprise of the story and like the message behind it, I think, is what really made it great. The performances were good, like uh Daniel Kaluuya did a great job in the movie and just everybody like that. But, you know, it wasn't really it didn't it didn't it didn't necessarily get started like moving until the end. 
like when he was breaking free, everything else about it, you were like, what is possibly going on? So you were more drawn into the fact of the unknown. This, it might have that factor, but just based off the trailers, it seems like there's a lot more going on. So it might, it has that, like, the pacing seems like it's going to be a lot quicker. It still might be throwing that suspense at you, but at the same time, it might be entertaining you on a whole different level. So I don't know if that's going to make it better, but it just seems like it might be a more appealing to watch for, like, a broader audience than Get Out was, even though it seems like everybody loved Get Out. So... It's just great to hear all those great reviews on top of what I predict about it. And I'm not surprised that people are praising Lupita's performance, especially over everybody else's. Because just from the poster and the so trailers like itself, on a performance. Yeah, especially you you know when somebody got to play two different characters, uh-huh. two different distinct different characters, you know they got to put on a great performance. And she already got an Oscar under her belt, so yep. she's capable of doing it. Like she was over there crying and whipped. But with them, uh, them uh, I forgot them she ropes. was a slave. Yeah, you know, that's, you know, that's how they got. Yeah, that's the entryway. Yeah, got got to be a slave. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm definitely not surprised to see that. But it's good to have like your no, or your preconceived notions uh, conf- uh, confirmed by a lot of people. So that's gonna be dope. And just uh, just reading all this just really heightened my uh, anticipation for this movie. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can't really wait to see it. Should be dope and be there. Probably Thursday night with the empty theater. Like, like <laughs> yeah, it's about to be super dope. Um, So can't wait to see that. If Jordan Peele got another hit on his hands. See? That's two, that's two, that's two for two. That's not just two for two. That's two, like, high two for yeah, two. Yeah, two crazies. Like, not even just, like, personally, because I don't even think. Was Get Out even in my top ten for the year it came out? I can't even remember. Yeah, but it was no still, clue. it was a great movie. But, like, world, like. To everybody, like critics, not like critics, you know, they're hard to please, but people will love it. But if critics and people highly love your first two movies, especially mm-hmm. after you coming from doing comedy on Comedy mm-hmm. Central, basically. Fresh <laughs> off after the series finale of King Phil, <laughs> he got to working on this. <laughs> so that's that's crazy. So people, he's going to be looked at even more of a brighter light. So you think he's getting a lot of work now. Mm-hmm. Just think of what he's going to be allowed to do after this movie. So it's going to be dope to see. They needed, like I said, like we was talking about before, they're gonna be throwing the heavy check at him to uh, revamp uh, these little dying yeah, horror franchises. Yeah, I already know he's gonna be declining them. Uh-huh. He's like, I want to do original stuff. Yeah, but I ain't gonna stop them from doing. Yeah, they gonna do it. <laughs> he's like, we still gonna right. throw you these eight figure, nine figure. Like, all right, we'll give you some bananas. <laughs> like I tell you, do this, do the black saw with the cast of great yeah. actors and funny actors. Call it Saint. It can't be called sainted, sawed, something. You know, just had that you know little urban flair to it, and uh, you know people won't get mad because the black person got to die first because it's just a cast of black people. Uh-huh, but also, a black person's gonna live. Yeah, and they're gonna all be under the spell of instead of jigsaw, jigaboo. <laughs> <laughs> what's a black? What's a black game that black people play? Dominoes. <laughs> Domino. <laughs> the domino killer. <laughs> Was Jack's a black game, or was that just like... Uh, that's just for like a poor yeah, person. <laughs> like it didn't have no color to it. Like, all right, guys. Try to play Jack's. Jack's. How do you Bounce play? the ball up. Try to snatch as many Jack. Whatever, Jack. You can literally just pick up anything. <laughs> a handful oh, of marbles, whatever. It's a whack game. <laughs> like, oh, I picked up five and got five the ball. Ja- and I got big hands. I can pick up a pile of Jack's. <laughs> Suck. Game over. <laughs> or they call him Spade. Spade. <laughs> the Spade killer. Spade. He just cuts out a spade shape yeah. in everybody's body. 
or the black and mild killer. He really he cut some black and mild out of some people's skin. He get detailed with it. <laughs> oh man! All right, moving on to black. Yeah, I mean black. Tyrese will have a role yeah, in black tie in Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> that seems about right. I feel like he's done a movie like this. What's that movie called? Uh, the Vampire, Vampire. What's that movie came up back in it? Legion? That don't sound right. No, that ain't called Legion. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Is that called Legion? I think it was called Legion. That movie was trash. <laughs> <laughs> or at least it wasn't memorable so at all. He, but I like seeing him, even though I don't really care for these movies that are coming out, I like seeing him get his, like, he's not gone. He, he can still like, get yeah, in these little supporting movies. roles. He can. You play Teddy Pendergrass in a yeah, biopic. Yeah, that ain't gonna do nothing. But <laughs> the Morbius may do something. Then they see that he'll be maybe in a new Transformers movie and yeah, back yeah, in the I Fast mean, and Furious. They already admitted that Bumblebee is basically a, a reboot. <laughs> so <laughs> they gonna go immediately mess it up. They <laughs> so did Bumblebee. All right, but in Morbius, Bumblebee didn't even do that well, or did it? I mean, for his budget, it did okay, but it. I mean, I think it made his money back, but it didn't like. And that's good enough for blow it out the water. We saw a happy death day to you. Yeah, y'all can, yeah. Thank goodness they're done. Um, right, we're gonna speak about that in a second. But um, <laughs> in Morbius, Tyrese will be playing mm-hmm. an FBI agent mm-hmm. hunting down Mor- Morbius. He He's the, the lead. <laughs> <laughs> Cop. <laughs> I mean, if he's the FBI agent trying to hunt down the bad guy, then he has to be the lead. Are you mad that he? Dang, he can even play like a character from yeah, comic yeah, books. Yeah, just play like... FBI agent. Because yeah, I was gonna say, did he take this role? Because him getting cast in Green Lantern is probably oh, not that... gonna happen now. <laughs> but then when I found out he's an FBI agent. I'm like, is he still leaving up a yeah, little like, possibility? Of I hope? will not play a comic character. <laughs> Just in case. Play, I'll play a made-up character. <laughs> Granted, it shouldn't even matter. They let him. If Jaime Hansu plays two characters in the same universe, <laughs> then he can definitely be in Morbius and play Green Lantern, and, which he's not going to play Green Lantern. But we know for sure Idris isn't now, and that's somebody that yeah. people's been wanting. So, Tyrese would have been cast as Deadshot. <laughs> For some reason, I can I can picture that, <laughs> but I don't think James Gunn is that desperate. <laughs> yeah, I think he wanted star power. Idris might not, you know, blow the box office away. Yeah, he's but not well. He got star power. Still. I wouldn't want Idris after uh, Dark Tower. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't sell tickets. <laughs> James, James Gunn probably saw that. Like you can do sci-fi. Yeah, I guess. I'm I mean, star out of you him. can make a movie and complete it. Yeah, not, you, it's not going to be good. Him. <laughs> he saw him in all these other movies, I guess. Uh, he was funny on Saturday gonna, Live. <laughs> <laughs> now who's gonna play a uh, Green Lantern? Like Javante Rhodes is your pick. I mean, that would be a good pick. But he needs to be playing whatever Black Panther villains they have yeah, left. He gotta, he gotta be, if he can't get the Black Panther role, two or three, then, <laughs> then, he, then he can take a stab at Green Lantern. Right? They gotta like, come uh, up with something new because so far what Black Panther has is either bring Michael B. back. <laughs> <laughs> Do Donald put Donald Glover in? Yeah, <laughs> they already hit a cor- hit that corner. Yeah, like we really tapped out with the first. We brought all the black people in. Like we, we need, need some young do- black people to get famous. So yeah, put them in this movie. We need Shaft to be a hit so we can have Jesse T. Usher play like a wizard or yeah. something. <laughs> he needs some because Independence Day he took fifteen yeah. steps backwards. <laughs> oh, it's time to bring uh, put a blackish in the game. What's the name? Uh, Young uh, Junior? 
No, I mean not blackish, grownish, in the, grownish in the game. Oh, uh, Trevor Jackson. Yeah, yeah. He on. already had his uh, his starring role in a movie. Now he needs to play. You gotta cut that little ponytail off. Yeah, yeah. now it's a tribute to Anakin Skywalker for some reason. That's not really something. You can it's play. not like that's the dead homie or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he feels he needs to keep that forever. Yeah, like that shouldn't stop you from getting a rub. <laughs> like, what you? But you gotta cut off that little yeah. pony. Like. But I put that on the dead lokes, though. <laughs> I gotta keep that. It's like uh, Nelly with his band-aid. Even Nelly was like, all right, this has been enough time. Yeah. I can Is take this free off. Or I don't even care anymore. It's coming off. <laughs> and with the, with, the, with the band-aid goes my talent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he need to put a band-aid back on. But then I would look so sad and so <laughs> trying to reach for the, <laughs> going for the on glory tour, days. He going on tour at TLC, I think. Yeah. That's, a, that's like a good matchup because they both got a bunch of hits. Both sold a lot, and both were just washed. <laughs> oh, is that well, this, now? This feels weird. I mean, two of them pair perfectly. It's when you throw TLC in the mix that makes it feel weird. <laughs> but it's Nelly, TLC, and Flo Rida announced summer tour. Nelly and Flo Rida cool now. Oh yeah, they were apple bottom jeans beefing. <laughs> And I guess the, the bag of heal all wounds. But that's, I mean, but Flo Rider and Nelly, that's like a perfect combo. Cause yeah, really, the they, they're melodic, <laughs> buff, but, light. Of course, you weren't out buff. Uh, but, that's what people tell me. I don't even look at I just listen to music. I, never, I, I, don't, even know, I don't even know what Eminem looks like yet. I, I don't look at these that. artists. <laughs> uh, but TLC just makes that very weird. Yeah. And are they headlining? How much is that tour? I don't know, but they're going to... Based on hits, it has to cost more than B2K, but based on the pandemonium that B2K brings from city to city. Yeah, and there's... Wasn't their album called Pandemonium? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was B2K, then Pandemonium. And then nothing else. Yeah, they, they had the Christmas album, and it was curtains. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're a little sad. And wasn't that all in two years? Yeah. That's they had crazy. a run. <laughs> they had a very fast run. They threw out a number one movie, number one soundtrack. <laughs> They just like could not stand each other. I guess it can happen. That's why uh, people like Biggie and Tupac so much. When in fact that they did everything and they died in early twenties. That's crazy. Biggie really did it very fast. I just watched a little interview with Biggie where he was sitting there at the age of like twenty three, talking like a kingpin, (laughs) like he was running things. It was crazy. Like that's how much people. Also, he didn't look. He didn't look young. This must be people don't look young. Yeah, this must be back when it wasn't a bunch of like good albums or good amount of rappers or something because there's no excuse for it. Y'all didn't let him be the man and still like looked one, upon. One album and I'm the goat. <laughs> yeah. Y'all didn't even get to hear my second album before I passed. And that's the better album in my opinion. That is crazy. <laughs> he died before he didn't promote both albums. He promoted one album. Crazy. Then the second album was the one where he should have been walking around with the cane afterwards. That must mean Kendrick is the greatest, one of the greatest of all time. He should be talking like that because he rattled off the four classics. Yeah, people ain't giving him his credit. If it, if it was back in the day, he would have been like yeah. Jay Z or something. Yeah, if he would have died. <laughs> yeah, he definitely if Kendrick died. Was, if Kendrick dies now, <gasps> he'll be the greatest. <laughs> one knocking wood. Like, no, I'm just stuck with J. Cole's and the Drakes. The Big Dang. Sean's. Big Sean is quiet. 
good. Silent. I've had enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm over Big he, Sean. He has yet to make that album where it feels complete. Yeah, he Granted, does. Drake doesn't do that anymore either. <laughs> at least he has one that <laughs> one song. Like, at least I did play. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rest, of, I got good songs on these albums. Because just Scorpion. There'll just be too many songs on yeah. them. Yeah. He he's at the age where he can make regular length albums. Nah, he's like, I want streaming yeah, numbers. He's not... He's not young. Leave the streaming numbers for the young people who just be putting out little compilation albums of when it's just them, though. It takes 15 seconds to record. All right, this, <laughs> this tour is coming close to us. Take about an uh, hour or two to get to it. Okay, I'm about to go see uh, Nelly. He better perform all his R&B tracks. Yeah, this is, R- this is just an R&B concert. As long as he's performing f- songs from Country Grammar, we good. I just want to know who's headlining this tour because it's probably TLC Nelly. and Nelly could have an argument about who should headline. Flo yeah. definitely opened it up. <laughs> if he has to. And if he argues, then you're off the tour, yeah, Flo. Like, you shut your mouth. <laughs> you got your little one album, and then you'll hit with Kesha. Yeah. But Nelly got a diamond album. But yeah. TLC got the they got the stronger catalog. Yeah, they got multiple platinums. Yeah, they got more. But they're missing a member. True. So, they're so no one wants to see just, uh, just TC. Yeah, what if Lil Mama come on tour with him again? That brings them down. That makes them openers. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Flo Rider, TC, and then Nelly. TC just sounds like a knockoff version of Taylor Swift. I don't know why. Free um, TC. That's a classic album. I can't even think of a song to hum. Horses in the stable. <laughs> there we go. Horses in the stable. Yeah. That I can ride. Oh, anytime. That's a good album. All right, back to <laughs> the movie. One, this is, this episode about to be long. Oh, we already had an hour. <laughs> time to, we're gonna go to a few more topics to breeze. No Drew through. Um, oh right. yeah, and I, I remember reading something where Kevin Feige did say that um, there's still evil uh, scrolls oh, okay. out there that that are uh, possibly on Earth and everything. So. Cool, because people want to see Avengers the Secret Invasion movie, which that'd be a good, nice little follow up to ease back into Avenger movies yeah. after all this, all of this is said and done. Yeah, that's definitely something I'll be interested in seeing. That's a good way to, you know, to follow up a big uh, thing like, you know, the decimation where the half the world was gone. Um, all right. So we you, you mentioned Happy Death Day. So Jason Blum was answering tweets and somebody asked him it will a happy death day or the chances of happy death day three coming out and he said it's uh isn't it isn't very likely to happen but not impossible <laughs> but basically saying nah it's not happening the money Good. the money wasn't it wasn't there this time around the excitement wasn't there you saw the box office so are you happy with that news or you think it should go ahead and finish its trilogy off Nah, it's, it's over. I mean, y'all can finish a trilogy off, but don't mean I'm going to like it or y'all really need to. It's time to go ahead and move on, try to make something new. Yeah, I was I was surprised by the first movie, how much I enjoyed it. The second one, y'all kind of eliminated that uh, that enjoyment, so I'm good. Y'all just going to take even more away from the first one if y'all make more of this. So time to move on, make other cheap movies. All right, we were speaking about Idris. We already uh, said that he will replace Will Smith as Deadshot in the Suicide Squad. Also to note, apparently Harley Quinn will now also be in the movie, even after saying that she would not be in the movie. But let me read off some (laughs) of these characters that apparently will be introduced as new members of the squad. 
Now, it's not saying that they're going to be replacing members like uh, Rick Flagg or Boomerang or Katana. Was that her name? Yep, I think so. People like that. We already know a flamethrower man was it died, so he ain't coming back. <laughs> um, but here's some here's some new members joining the squad are Ratcatcher, stupid name. <laughs> uh, he is a super criminal and one of Batman's many enemies. It was is a guy in the comic books, but it's going to be a girl, I believe, in the movie. Mm. Start out as an exterminator in Gotham City before turning into a life of crime, aided by an army of small rodents she can communicate with and control. <laughs> that is so silly, but I guess I can see James Gunn being able to work with that. Yeah, if, if anybody else was doing this, I'd be, I mean, I still don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I really wouldn't like it if somebody as not as eclectic as James Gunn was doing it, because it just really would sound stupid, but an army of rodents that she can speak to. Okay. <laughs> and mind you, we're coming off the first Suicide Squad, which we wanted to all be rated R. Yeah. And now we got Ratcatcher. <laughs> all right, next we got King Shark, a supervillain and a humanoid shark whose father is believed to be the so-called shark god. Um, next, this one is up there a rat catcher. We got Polka Dot Man. That's nuts. AKA Mr. Polka Dot. <laughs> Dang, that sound like it. It's your boy Mr. Polka Dot. That's like that's Cassidy's nickname. <laughs> Polka Dot Man. <laughs> hey, Mr. Chicken. Which AKA April, Sir Polka Dot. April going down in Atlanta Goods versus Cassidy. Yeah, I gotta, that's the one I, I that's gonna be the first battle I'll watch in years because <laughs> I gotta see how he follows up that last some, atrocious battle. Some people say it was very terrible on stage when they tried to do it the first time. And when they did it in the garage, he was like slightly better. But that's just because Disaster did so bad for some reason. But they, some people keep saying he's going to do good. And then other people be like, good's going to kill him uh, every three, <laughs> all three of those rounds. Whoop, I'm uh, going to see. But Cassidy does say he's 5,001. <laughs> <laughs> And he says it with a straight face <laughs> where it's almost believable. Like, like, maybe I got to go back and watch some of these battles. He <laughs> says he's the king of battle rap. And this man has battled once in probably the last 20 years. <laughs> Don't get why he's... He's, on, he's like, on the street, I done did so much battling. He said, I mean, if you battle 5,000 times, then... <laughs> like, he like, me and Meek? Ooh. I don't know why he thinks that. Wait, didn't him and Meek Mill have beef? I feel like they did. I feel like they were dropping bad disc records back and forth to each other, I but I can't remember. <laughs> um, all right, so Mr. Polka Dot is a Gotham City supervillain. Okay, so they just <laughs> it's gonna be all about Batman. Yeah, he's a yep, Batman villain. Uh the character grows multicolored polka dots on his body that he can turn into fireballs and other weapons. Okay. For the most part, he's embarrassed about his awkward abilities, as he should be. Um <laughs> next I'm embarrassed we, about him. And then, uh, next we got the Peacemaker. A.K.A. Christopher Smith, an agent of peace who motives whose motives are driven by an extremist form of passiv- passivism. I can't read. That makes him love Peach. Why do they say Peach? It's peace. So much he would kill for it. <laughs> the outlet notes that Gunn may like Dave Bautista for this role. Okay, but we want Dave Bautista's bane. So this movie is going to be way more funnier than, yeah. <laughs> than the last one. <laughs> At least purposely funnier. It's going to be weird seeing Dave Bautista as a different type of hero. We used to see him as Groot. Excuse me? I mean, Drax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, I think, I feel like James Gunn's goal is to get this so far away from the other one that, to the point where you don't even get mad that these characters sound stupid. 
Alright, so are you looking forward to this uh, Suicide Squad? It's still missing too much, so, I mean, then y'all say you're going to put Holly Quinn with it, with your Idris, is... I, I gotta see Margot Robbie and Idris communicate with each other. Yeah. <laughs> she's gonna be so disappointed because she's used to communicating with her uh, boy Will Smith. Like, you ain't Will. Dang, I didn't do that pickpocket movie with you. <laughs> did it with Will. Yeah, if I did it with you, it'd be called Distracted. <laughs> Why? Opposite of focus. I don't know where your little mind uh, is at. I thought you were saying how you would feel seeing Idris on screen. Oh, so you say you, and if you had to. Gun to your head, you had to marry one of them. <laughs> off of sheer looks, not like ability. Uh, I don't do nothing off of just looks. Or Idris. I don't play these type of games. Nah, you going to answer it off But I mic. know you do. <laughs> nah. So who would it be? Well, you know. got a burner right to your scalp, and they trying to peel your top back. And they say, who you marrying? <laughs> off of looks, Idris or Big Willie? And you say... I say I ain't never seen any of them before. Kablam! You rather die than just movies. You rather you rather die than admit that you would pick Idris. I've seen them before. Dang! Dang! This dude to die instead of just telling the world that you like Idris. You surely told the world that you like uh, Kofi. That was you. You call him Kofi Cake, (laughs) and you you drink him with your Kofi. Okay, that was. You wake up in the morning, have you some coke, some black coffee, and a yeah. big chunk of coffee cake, <laughs> and you start your day. That is you, you. Read your Ebony magazine. <laughs> <laughs> that is you. You wash it down with some nice Lanzium, as you call it. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> that is your boy. You, you. That's why you watch MacGyver. You ain't a fan of Lucas Tell. I didn't even know Lance was on there. So yeah, that's uh, that tells me something about you. Yeah, You've been looking down his show. He just on there occasionally because okay. he's dating Tristan Mays' character. Okay, but mind you, I'm like four to five episodes behind. I so guess you got that uh, that uh, Lance Delicious fan page. <laughs> Type that in now. I would see one of your names as the author. No, it's gonna say Lance Delicious. You scroll all the way down to the bottom, and it's gonna say published by Leo Archibald. Uh, that, ain't, that ain't me. That ain't my real name. Lance <laughs> Delicious. I can't believe you named it that. That's like your boy Lance Delicious. Like okay, I'm very lyrical. <laughs> That's twenty one years old. <laughs> Dang, that's what I should do when you on the uh, when you trying out for the XXL freshman list. What's up, easy boy? Uh, Lil' what you call it? I'm very lyrical. Like, excuse me. Like, this is the whole troll video, then. Like, all right, cool, 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 cool. Got clout. Yeah, Lance Gross could play uh, Green Lantern. Yeah, he's cheap. He's cheap. He, he I think he after? stayed in shape, yeah. Uh, he was up for Luke Cage. Yeah, you could be you up, might up for Luke Cage. Might as well him. He <laughs> <laughs> got canceled. I can picture them giving it to the old Spice guy if they were doing it. Mr. I mean, after <laughs> what's it called is coming out, it? they may see him in It Chapter 2 and be like, he's a star. I feel like they're just going to... No Fox show. Oh, okay, I'm moving on. Uh, speaking of... No Fox show. Black Widow... <laughs> <laughs> Transition game is on point. <laughs> I just said, speaking of black, <laughs> Emma Watson is reportedly the front runner to play the 
a female James Bond character in the Black <laughs> Widow movie. I was looking all over the place for what this character could be. I guess they're making it up. Yeah, just a spy. That's I don't want that. <laughs> All right, so you ain't trying to see Emma, uh, Emma Watson pair I want to see her in there, but I want her to play a comic book character. Not just a made-up character for this movie. She's going to play Russian spy. They're going to go do one comic book. They had a Russian spy, Emma Watson. I was like, I, did see, I did see that they saw a blonde spy in a comic book and said Boom. this could be possibly her. So there you go. I guess I'll take what I can get. That'll be fine. Yeah, that'd be cool to see her in a Marvel movie. I feel like, I don't know why I feel like she hasn't done that many movies. I mean, she can't. She came out here and there. She came out Beauty and the Beast. Uh, dropped a big hit. The Circle. Excuse me. The Circle. I know who's in that movie. Tom Hanks and John, John Boyega. Yeah, that John movie. John Boy. That movie came and went. Yeah. Like a delivery man. But, mm. yeah, you know, that was super fire. That was whack. Um, also, Andre Holland auditioned for a villain role, and they were said to really like his... Or the way he performed in the audition. And He's about to be ta- possibly Taskmaster. Forget the other one they said. You trying to see uh, Andre Holland and Watson, Scarlett Johansson flick? I mean, I'm sure it can be good if he put on a great performance. And definitely want to see Emma Watson in one of these movies. So if this is, if it got to be Black Widow, the only sucky part is I doubt that we will, you know, see them again in any other movies or unless yeah. they do, they get frozen. And put them in the future. <laughs> yeah, they definitely one-offs. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Wise and Ad- Alec Baldwin also are being looked at for villain roles. I mean, if they was if they just pulled all these very specific names, I'm assuming it's set in stone. Yeah, there's definitely some. I feel like I feel like Emma Watson, fifty seventy percent chance to play, and then one of the three villains that I just mentioned, I definitely think will get the role in the movie. I don't want to see Alec Baldwin as the main villain, so yeah, y'all can go ahead. And then if Rachel Wise is the villain, then obviously it's a uh, like superhero version of Bridesmaids. We'll <laughs> 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 so just get, give it to the black man. But then Ryan Coogler's gonna be sitting there like, hold on, hold on. I have y'all to go know, down y'all, by y'all this yeah, y'all know. I get first dibs <laughs> if a black actor walks through these doors because I'm running out. Yeah, I got a limited supply of black. People. I'm about to be having people playing two characters. If, you know, if y'all, if y'all if put we, him in this And act like ain't nothing happened <laughs> Or y'all gonna be mad when Black I, Panther Majority white Yeah I can really picture them, uh, Michael B. Jordan Being back in Black Panther but playing a different character I wouldn't be mad That'd be sweet <laughs> Every Black Panther movie he's playing a different villain That'd be sweet I'll, I'll, I'll take it <laughs> um, But alright so uh, Shout out to all those people if they get uh, A nice chance to star in a Unique Marvel movie and then last but not least, sure. speaking of female uh females, a female <laughs> a female rush hour reboot is in the works. Mm-hmm. And I saw that. Of course they're uh keeping it uh, uh Asian Shut and yeah. American. <laughs> and the Asian lady up for the role is the Asian lady from the Meg, Bing Bing Lee. Lee. That's the name. Alright, so who teaming up with Bing Bing Lee? Tiffany Addish. <laughs> She's already doing 22 Jump Street or 20 whatever oh, that's Jump right. Street. Oh, dang. You got to pick a different one. Just hilarious. <laughs> I am off that movie then. Yeah, and because I do not think Just is her last name yeah. at all. <laughs> and she steals jokes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I always see her and your boy Milan Christopher in the Shade Room comments. Not <laughs> my boy. I will ever hear Milan Christopher and my boy. <laughs> 
remember that that, that season of <laughs> yeah, Love It. Was he on Love It Hip Hop? Yeah. yeah, that was Love It Hip Hop because he had his little boyfriend who was yeah, afraid to come man. out who sucked that rapping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. uh, all right, so if it ain't just hilarious, <laughs> it ain't Tiffany Haddish. I'm trying to think of a specific black woman. It was like a like a 30 year old black woman. <laughs> Tessa Thompson, she, she get her stab at comedy. I don't know how funny. Uh, nah, I don't want to see that kind. Black's she gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> she don't deserve that type of. You think they're gonna go white? <laughs> Just say for I mean, Yeah. <laughs> like, if that's the case, difficult. they got endless. <laughs> uh, Rihanna. Or they can go. That's not very funny. Uh, they go. Oh, they may do a different race. It'd be like Bing Bing and uh, like Mindy Kaling or something. Uh, Bing, Bing. I just can't picture Mindy Kaling holding a gun. <laughs> she just don't seem like somebody who yeah. letting that, that Insta blow. Bing Bing and yeah, who's like who could be? Maybe Janelle Monae would jump in Can't and do her, her holding a gun either. <laughs> she got to do something because I know she's gonna do a sci-fi like superhero movie soon. I feel like she could play like uh, mocap. She probably did mo- motion capture in Men in Black as one of the aliens because she was always <laughs> on set anyways. She got tired of sitting Zazie Beats <laughs> dressing room. That's what? the obvious choice. Zazie Beats okay. and because uh, she does comedy, she had guns in Deadpool. Did she have guns in Deadpool? She at least had them on her legs, yeah, I she think. Had she wasn't just always being. Lucky. Yeah, that wouldn't make no sense. I think she did have guns. Yeah, so she definitely didn't have a sword. Yeah, so Bing Bing and Zazie. <laughs> All right, could this turn out to be like that one movie with Reese Witherspoon and uh, Vera Vergara? Yeah, Vera Vergara. <laughs> that, that's a whack good concept. That movie was so not funny. Oh, so you saying it's gonna be Bing Bing and Gina Rodriguez? She held a gun in a movie. Yeah, she was in Miss Bala. Yeah, (laughs) Miss Bala. That came and went like a delivery man. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I just know this movie's going to suck, so I don't really matter. Yeah, they shouldn't make it. Why are they making that when they... How's it a spinoff? What makes it a spinoff? They said it's his daughter or something? It's a reboot. But so, yet they're making Rush Hour Four, so yeah, which one's coming out first? Because they both seem highly unlikely. Yeah, <laughs> based off of Chris Man. Tucker, has always something going on. Yeah, with him. always an excuse. Yes, yeah, so, uh, they just put that regular Rush Hour out. We don't need Woman Rush Hour. We already see what a Woman Ghostbusters caused a fast tracked. Coming out next year. <laughs> like, you know what? Let's go back. I ain't to... never seen a movie announced, <laughs> teaser trailer, and ca- uh, and release date released so fast. When they saw that, like <gasps> nobody wanted to see this Lady Ghostbusters. <laughs> Y'all ruined my father's legacy. Yeah, they had to, those. Yeah. Those women haters were in. They were out in just big droves. But when I saw who's possibly in this one, I'm like, this don't seem too much better. I mean, I'm. They got uh, those Stranger Things. Yeah, those Stranger Things. and Which, that's too much of a typecast. Like, yeah. I mean, I get he kind of played that role, or they dressed up as the Ghostbusters in the show, and he just feels like that type of character, but that's just too close to... Yeah, well, that's, yeah. And then who's playing his mom? I immediately forgot. Somebody famous. Oh, uh, what's her name? She was in Infinity War as the one little lady, uh... Carrie Coon? Yeah. Yeah. Carrie Coon! Carrie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she she wasn't allowed to be in movies during Black History Month. 
just had to lay back. <laughs> Dang, she was she named after the slave ships that carried coons. <laughs> you got some sort of little racist <laughs> family tree, so I don't know. Oh man! All right, anything else you want to touch on before we move to the weekly Geely segment? Not that I could think of. All right, so this is the weekly Geely, our newly entitled punishment segment. I got three nominees for you. Your first nominee is Terminator Six. <laughs> Movie ain't even came out yet. We ain't even seen nothing from it, but it's being nominated for the budget being between one hundred sixty million and two hundred million, <laughs> according to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, uh, it's coming from him. But that's a problem only because y'all saw the last, the last two, yeah. the last three. No one was exactly. really rocking yeah. with. I don't know what they t- talking so, about. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it's it's a, literally a sci-fi movie, so it's gonna cost a lot. But you think y'all would figure out how to tame it down? Y'all got yeah. the, the guy who did Deadpool for cheap. So, he direct, yeah, he directed Deadpool for cheap. So, I figured, like, if you you know this ain't a surefire hit, why are you going to make the budget be extremely high? Yeah, like, you know it's tripping. getting 100 plus million out the gate. All right, so that movie's being nominated. Also, we got Terry Gilliam. Yeah, I don't know how Gilliam. Gilliam. All right, but uh, he's being nominated for saying he hates superhero movies. And this is his quote. Oh, yeah, this is the guy who directed The Man Who Killed Don. I don't even know how to pronounce the title of that movie. I just know it's been uh, held back for a while just because of the issues. But he said, I hate superheroes. It's BS. Come on, grow up. We're not going to be teenagers for the rest of our lives. (laughs) It's great to dream of great power. Superheroes are all about power. That's what I don't like about superheroes. They've got to... They've got to beat the other powerful superheroes. Come on. A bit of peace, love, and understanding is what we need. Why do people be even be speaking out against superhero movies? They sound so silly. Yeah, like, like it's not that deep, my brother. So, he's being nominated as well. You can have your opinion, sir, but you, know, just, you don't seem like you're just happy. You're all about serious. Loosen up a little bit. And then last but not least, we got Kevin Tishaha. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce his name, but uh, he's nominated for allegedly... Having a sexual relationship with actress Charlotte Kirk in exchange for advancing her acting career after hundreds of text messages leaked. And did not know this, but he was one of the people who mandated Justice League be under two hours and refused to delay the movie <laughs> because he didn't want to delay receiving his cash bonus. So we got three nominees there. Uh, on top of the whole Charlotte Kirk incident, I know you probably don't know who that is. So clearly, she got nothing out of the relationship because she yeah. did. She did two big movies: Ocean's Eight and uh, Single. How to be single? Okay, and I have no clue who she was in these movies. Yeah, she didn't have a name in How to Be Single, <laughs> and she played. I forget what her name was in Ocean's Eight, but clearly it wasn't big enough to you know. Okay, so she wasted her time. Yeah. So all right. So between Terminator Six and Terry, who you going with between those two? I'm going with Terry because there's just no need for all that. All right. Between Terry and Kev. As egregious as what Cavi Cav is doing, I'm going to go Terry because I'm not in the mood when certain big superhero movies come out. I ain't in the mood to be hearing people speak out and say all they nonsense <laughs> about it. Haters. You sure? Terry, Derek Kevin, he said Justice League, it better not tip that two-hour mark or we're going to have a problem. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he sabotaged that movie working at Warner Brothers. Yeah. He was one of those sabotagers. All right, but Terry Gilliam, you are on punishment, sir. This, like you said, this ain't the time to be yeah. bashing superhero movies. You know they're fun. You just want to. You just want to go against the grain and be yeah. difficult. Stop being difficult and just enjoy the fun. Go watch Captain Marvel. Great movie. Enjoy yourself. Get ready for Avengers. We know it's going to be a great movie. What else? Dark Phoenix. Fire. Nah. No pun intended. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> New Mutants. When it drops. On if Hulu, it drops. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. Get ready to be maybe annoyed sh- by some ads. <laughs> maybe <laughs> YouTube Red. That's definitely a YouTube Red movie. Uh, uh, Vimeo exclusive. Nah, that's when you just lost me. That's when you just, like, you might as well not even put it out. You, you might as well be a Redbox exclusive. And I don't know if people who still go to Redbox. <laughs> maybe outside of grocery stores. They do, but what do they cost, like $3? I have no clue. I would never do it. Shout out to the only uh, blockbuster that's still uh, uh, around. I think it's in Oregon. Something like that. Yeah, the second to last one closed. So there's still one somehow surviving out there. But all right, Terry Gilliam, whatever your name is, go sit in the corner and just loosen up. You know, just, you know. Loosen up it. my button. Mm-hmm. All right, now time to move on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show. I think we just got one movie to resolve before we predict a few more let me find it oh yeah i just also want to say i swore that triple frontier was coming out this week so did i i was like that movie's coming out yeah turned with the way they promoted it i mean i i did it should (laughs) have i turned on netflix and everything got prepared like i'm about to watch this movie wasn't wondering why i couldn't find it on the front page typed it in just for it to say what march 13th or something Grant, Netflix does, or at least on mine, they do be sometimes not putting their new movies on the front page. Yeah, There's yeah. been numerous times I had to search for a movie that I thought was a big movie yeah, that was coming out that weekend, and it was nowhere to be found. Yeah, Velvet Buzzsaw was kind of uh, annoyed that I had yeah. to actually type it in, but whatever. All right, so I guess we only got one movie now since Triple Frontier did not come out. Um, So it's Captain Marvel. It is sitting at an 80% now on Rotten Tomatoes. I gave it a 86%. You gave it a 87%. (sighs) Giving me the lead there. It was at like 89. I was like, crap. (laughs) Then I saw it just slowly drop, and I was like, whew, that's a close one. Shadow. Right, oh, so my gosh. Eight, <laughs> eight to four. And we got a couple more movies to guess this week. Your first movie is Captive State. Captive I know State. you're wondering, what is that? John Goodman and black actor. Ashton Sanders is his name. <laughs> you if know I know when John Goodman movie's coming out. If Ashton would bulk up some, he could be in Green Lantern. Yep, he could be in stuff. He's a, uh, based on the two roles that I've seen him in, he's been really good in both of those. Um. All right. So, what are you giving Captain State? It also mm-hmm. got Machine Gun Kelly in there. Just to Machine Gun Kelly. That's who got a Netflix deal because he's also in that upcoming uh, what's it called movie? Rock Band movie. Yeah. All right. So this movie is directed by Rupert Wyatt, who did like Rise of the Planet of the Apes, but he also did. If I'm not mistaken. He did The Gambler. And the gambler <laughs> people did not like. Yeah, that was a disappointing movie. Uh, which that movie had Brie Larson in. Mm-hmm. She also had a silent role in Don John. 
Oh yeah. She was good in uh, Scott Pilgrim, which a lot of superheroes are in Scott Pilgrim. Chris Evans. Yep. Uh, Huntress. Yep. Michael Sarah's a uh, Robin in a uh, Lego Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Captive State, I'm giving it a forty-eight percent. Forty-eight. All right, I wrote down fifty-three percent. So you're going with forty-eight. I'm going with fifty-three. And next, Dumbo. Dumbo, a movie that doesn't necessarily look that good to me for some reason. Because they got that Tim Burton vibe. Not even necessarily like a fan. I mean, mind you, I'm not necessarily a fan of all these type of little movies, but Dumbo is really not something. I feel like this is going to be sad and annoying to watch. Don't be picking on this big-eared elephant. (laughs) What did he do to you? Because what was Tim Burton's last movie? Because he he didn't direct the last Alice through a looking glass. It just looked like it. Uh, also, <laughs> you could tell that he didn't have yeah. that much to do with that movie. He directed Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Eh? I was going to say The Corpse Bride, but I'm pretty sure that I had him in a decade plus ago. Uh, big, if he even directed that movie. Big Eyes with... Oh, that was good. Christoph. Waltz and uh, Amy Adams? Um, was she in that? Yeah, Amy Adams. Uh, what else has he done recently? I know... He, he ain't done no James. Or he did do movies. Dark Shadows. His movies go Ooh. up and down and up and down. I'm giving this a seventy percent. All right, that's close to what I wrote down. I put a I, at first I had seventy or eighty six in my head. I was like, no, no, that sounds too high. Uh, then I went with seventy seven percent. All right, so Dumbo, I went with seventy seven. You went with seventy for Captive State. I went with fifty three. You went with forty eight. So in Soon we will see what both those movies turn out to be. All right. Um, is it Blueberries? Or... I think so. Which I keep forgetting we don't do uh, what's it called anymore, telling people what movies we see. Right, because uh, it's never accurate. Time, yeah, we never <laughs> actually seen those movies. Um, but Blu-rays, we got Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. I'll put it in my stream just in case I want to watch it before the next one comes out. Uh, we have Green Book. That's also my stream because part of me wants to see it just because I like Mahershala Ali and I want to see how it possibly won Best Picture at the Oscars. Then the other pro-black side of me wants to see, do I really want to see this movie about this white man teaching this black man how to eat fried chicken <laughs> and whatnot? Um, I'll put my stream. Mortal Engines was released. Will you watch that? that? The lowest my stream because I (laughs) didn't see that theater, Uh didn't want to, but I'm not opposed to watching it if somebody really wants to watch it. Um, as far as a throwback, no Iverson jersey. We gonna go with yikes. Uh, just last week there was about a bazillion. Bazillion. Now I'm going to have to think of one off the top of the head, like a haircut. Um, uh, Off the top, I'll say Maze Runner. That's the first thing that came to my head. The first one? Yeah, the first Maze Runner. Put that as a nice little uh, accept as a gift. I thought the first one was good. 
the there was only two more after that, if I'm not mistaken, because they tried to go the four route, but mm-hmm. that backtrack and they also had an injury. Yep, um, that'll do it. Yeah, yeah I'll take. Uh, I'll put that as a. Except as it was there really? Yeah, there had to have been only three. Um, yeah, I'll put that <laughs> except as a gift because I think that was one of the better ones. I actually liked the last one. I know a lot of people didn't. So I'll put that. I'll still put the first one as one of the better ones. So I'll put that as a except as a gift. Cool. That's it for this week. All right. Well, this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast. Jilly. Man, you know where to find us. <laughs> At the mall. Okay. Instagram, Leo B. Don't be disrespecting us with the the lack of um, interaction. (laughs) I looked at one of what I posted, and it was sad. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, yikes. This one was invisible. (laughs) Every now and then, some gets a lot of traction. Some was completely invisible. Like, geez. Like, make up your mind. Uh, On iTunes, Stitcher. Where else is that? Spotty. Soundy. Uh, SoundCloud, the great musical. Go to icmovies.wordpress.com for all your latest on whatever I put up there. Um, and you, you know it is the guy no one knows, no one will ever know. The most unknown man in the universe, Leo Archibald, Leo the Average, taking each movie by storm that hits a theater near you. Man, who else? I am? I'm the Fit Messiah, of course, the one and only. Hello. We all know I'm Nathan Marvel, huh? Captain Nate, Captain Naval. Uh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't know why you're Captain Naval. Uh, what was it? Captive Nate, <laughs> Native State. Oh, I'm done because that was too. Those back to backs was too okay. hard. Yuck cookie. What? I said yuck cookie. <sighs> Too hard yuck cookie. This is it's just getting sad at this point. <laughs> man, it's really, man. Believe that. It's your boy. Okay. <laughs> Walking pennies worth, aka Push a K, aka Kaya Taylor Joy Van Zant, aka. Fossil Man, the Rail Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo. You can call me Cool Breeze. You can call me Kingpin. You can call me Hibachi Chef. I'm Neon Ember, Raymond Kane. I'm Uncle Hami, the Big Man Hoodie K. Sweet Lady, would Ooh. you be my sweet Fine. love for a, uh, a, a, a lifetime? lifetime? I'll be there when you I you need, need me. me. Just call and re re receive me. Hey, hey, hey. You got anybody you want to add to the starting lineup of Stinkrocrity? It is not time yet. I have no one to add. All right. Um, I guess got to end this off. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but won't know because I got to end this off with the yeah. Opposite of no. You can do better than that. I had to ask before, and it's a slight chance of snow. But then you also have to put a W at the end. You want to know why? Because I'm not DJ Khaled, but all I do is win. Like the breeze when the air swivels. <laughs> <laughs>